Hello, beautiful people, and welcome in to another episode of the Speaker's Secrets Podcast. This is your host, Enrico Ambrister. And firstly, I want to say thank you for being here, for spending some time with me today. But secondly, I want to thank you for everything that you've done for other people and what you've contributed to humankind and the world in general. I strongly believe that if you're listening to this, you have impacted someone positively in a particular way. Even if they haven't said it to you or vocalized that, I know that you are an agent of change wherever you are. And so I just want to thank you on behalf of other people and behalf of the world for being a light and for just adding some value and some benefit to the lives that surround you. Okay, now whether you're a first time listener or a returning listener, the purpose of this podcast, The Speaker's Secrets, is to help all of us become the best communicators and the best public speakers that we can be. And I attempt to achieve that by providing value every week tips, suggestions, examples, and stories, things that frame and change our perspective and also give us actionable things that we can do on a day-to-day basis and implement very easily into our lives. So before we get into today's episode, be sure to hit that subscribe button, leave a rating, leave a review, let me know how the podcast experience is for you and let others know about the benefit that is offered here that can change their lives if they implement it. Okay, now for today's episode, it's a bit different. I will give you some tips and suggestions, but I consider them takeaways. I have a story that I want to share, and this is something that I've been engrossed in for the last week, and I've had some realizations, and I wanted to take a moment to just pause, take a step back, reflect, and share my experiences and my insights with all of you. So I hope you're ready. This is a very interesting episode and one that I hold dear to my heart. Okay, so let me just tell you a story about what I've been doing for the past week, the past two weeks. All right, so I am obviously a native English speaker. I assume that most people that listen to this podcast speak English, whether it's their first language or a second language that they've picked up. And I always told myself that I wanted to learn another language, but I never took it seriously. I mean, I took Spanish in high school. There were some national exams that I had to take before graduating. And surprisingly enough, Spanish was the only national exam I got an A in. I took Spanish in university, but anybody that has done Spanish in high school and took a few classes in college, they understand that that's not enough to help anything to stick. You can take a whole semester of Spanish, but that doesn't mean that you're going to remember it. So even though I said, okay, I want to learn another language, I never took action on it. So a few weeks ago, I went to Miami I had some personal business to attend to, and I just decided to hang out while I was there. And I've been to Miami a lot, and I went there again, even though I've been there tons of times. And for some reason, this last time that I went to Miami, I had a stark realization that everybody there spoke Spanish. (laughs) Now, obviously, not everybody speaks Spanish, but it was definitely a culture shock from where I live. 
So I went there and while I was having fun, I was just observing the culture. I remember one time I was in CVS and I saw this little boy, maybe about two years old, and he was holding a conversation in Spanish with his parents. And I thought that was amazing, but it made me look at myself like, wow, Enrico, like you're letting this little boy show you up. You definitely have to do something about this. And I think the straw that broke the camel's back for me was when I was just ordering a sub and everybody around me was speaking Spanish, whether it's the person that was making the sub, the person that was ordering the sub. And when I went to pay for my sandwich, the cashier spoke to me in Espanol and I didn't understand what he said. And so he had to translate in English. And in that moment, I felt a bit inferior. I'm like, I can't even complete a simple transaction to get food because I only know one language. And so even though I had a great time in Miami, it made me go on this process of learning another language. And I'm like, I want to become a better communicator and a better public speaker, but I never viewed that through the lens of being able to communicate with more people in their language. And I thought about it, I'm like, you know, maybe I'm limiting myself by just trying to become the best speaker that I can in English when I should be focusing on, yes, developing my English skills, but also developing some sort of proficiency in another language. So since then, I have been committed to learning Spanish. I've been learning it on my own for about a week now. I've been using a lot of YouTube videos. I bought a book that just talks about the basic Spanish grammar. So I'm going through that book and just learning the basics about the language. But one of the most helpful tools, aside from my friends that know the language, that I've been using are some apps. And it's like community sharing apps. So on these apps, you have people from all over the world, many of them from Spanish-speaking countries, who are looking to learn English, and they're able to help you with your Spanish if you want some help. So I've been using these apps. One of them is called Hello Talk. I prefer Hello Talk. And the other one is called Tandem. Tandem is cool, but personally, I just prefer Hello Talk because of how it's set up. So I've met a lot of cool people from there, from Brazil, El Salvador, Dominican Republic. It's been a really cool experience. But through this experience, of learning another language. I have three takeaways and I want to share them with you because some of these takeaways are things that you might have thought about before but never spent that much time developing or it might be something that you never considered but I want to provide a new perspective because since I started learning a new language, my mind has opened up and I feel like the world has opened up to me in a new way and I want to share that with you and give you some insight. Even if you don't move on it, it's worth your consideration. And I encourage you to at least develop a base level of proficiency in learning another language. And if English isn't your native language while you're listening to this, if it's just a language that you've learned or a language that you're learning, I thank you for tuning in to me and listening to this podcast in English because I know it's not easy, but I know that it definitely is helpful. So takeaway number one is that if you know English, count your blessings. 
Like, I never realized how blessed I was to know English. It's just like something that I've always been speaking. But having these conversations with people in mainly Spanish speaking countries, a lot of them express to me when I ask them, why do they want to learn English? That they want to learn it because they have access to better job opportunities. Because so many people speak Spanish in their home country, if you're able to speak English, that gives you an opportunity to get a better job, to get better pay, uh, to be able to travel to the U.S. and get some experiences outside of their home country. I know a lot of English speakers, especially those in the U.S., the Bahamas, wherever you are, we take a lot of trips maybe to Cuba, Dominican Republic, and we're fine because we know English, but a lot of those people can't travel because they don't know the, the language of our country. And I never thought about it, and it made me realize that English is the, they call it the lingua franca. That's that means it's like the international language, like business deals are done in English. If you have a German businessman and a Japanese businessman meeting in Australia, chances are that business meeting will be in English. If you are a pilot, you are required to speak English. It's a language that's really accepted universally and is known as the world's leading language. So if you are an English speaker, trust me, count your blessings because there are people out there that are really struggling to learn the language, but that are really passionate about it because they understand that it will improve their quality of life. And I've become inspired by people who are just Spanish speakers or Arabic speakers, but want to learn the English language. I think that's, <laughs> that's really admirable. So that's my first takeaway. Don't take the fact that you know English for granted. The second takeaway is that as fellow humans, we should all be helping each other get better at our skills. Now, obviously, the main thing that I'm talking about here is learning another language, but that's not the only thing that I'm talking about. So let's talk about the language piece first. If you're an English speaker, I'm sure you know someone or you're, you've encountered someone that is trying to learn English and you can tell that it's not their first or primary language and that they're struggling with learning it. I implore you, I give you a call to action. Whenever you see someone that is learning a specific language, be kind to them. Help them out with their pronunciations. If you have a moment, explain to them why that particular sentence they used is incorrect or give them a suggestion on what a better word is that they can use in that in that context i assure you they will appreciate it it's something that they will always remember and once they're exposed to the meaning of a particular word in a context or a certain pronunciation they won't forget that and it's just the little things like that that keep the kindness going and circulating on planet Earth. That's how I feel. I don't always feel like it has to be something big that you do. But just the fact that you help someone get better at English, that's life-changing within itself. But aside from learning languages, and I'm just going to take a step back from that for a second, but we should 
always be looking at ways to help other people, especially when we're an expert in something. And once again, that's why I created this podcast, because if public speaking is something that I like to do, if I've had experience in it, then I feel like it is my obligation to help other people and give them the tools so that they can become better as well. And I think that is the same for all of us. If you have something that you're an expert at, whether it's graphic design or sewing or social media marketing, whatever it is, you have some value to bring. And there are people in your circle, in the world, that are looking to improve their skills and what it is that you're good at. And I think being a great human being is helping other people develop their skills. And that comes with having an abundance mindset, not a lack mindset. Because if you have a lack mindset, that comes with thoughts like, oh, well, if I help this person, they'll overtake me. Or this person improving or coming up or getting better at something serves as a threat to me. (laughs) There's room for everybody at the top. When you teach someone else something, it reinforces your knowledge about it. So if anything, you become more secure in your knowledge of a particular thing. Knowledge and understanding and your skills aren't things that people can take from you. So be generous with them. Don't be selfish or stingy. That's not the way to live. And my third and final takeaway is that we should all be lifelong learners. I did an episode right when I began this podcast, and it was talking about aging, the art of aging, and how, especially in the Western Hemisphere, we look at aging as a declining process. We think that once we get a certain age, we retire, and we're just supposed to wait for Alzheimer's to kick in just supposed to be at home watching TV until we can't remember who our grandchildren are. And I don't agree with that notion. But because studies show that anybody that is dedicated to continuous learning, to lifelong learning, they have a better chance of staying alive longer. Because our brains are wonderful machines. There's a thing called neuroplasticity that means that our brain is constantly changing based on our habits, based on the information that we are inputting, okay? And a way for us to stay young, not only physically but mentally, is to always be learning something. And you can be 100 years old and there's always something that you can learn. Now, in my specific case, when I started to learn Spanish, I felt that it's like like I said earlier the world opened up to me I met more people I understood a new way of saying things (laughs) it made me a bit uncomfortable at times because I had to let go of all the preconceived notions I have about how this language is spoken and I had to realize it's not English you can't approach this learning process with an English mind you have to come into it with no pre-assumptions about how it will unfold. And I believe that's been a major key in my success so far. 
And I believe that it will continue to be a major key in my learning and your learning going forward, okay? Now, once again, let's step back from the public speaking aspect or learning another language. Because obviously, you always want to be learning how to become a better communicator, right? Whether it's speaking in front of others or speaking to others in a different language. But let's say that's not 100% your interest. You want to get better at speaking because you want to be a better entrepreneur. Okay, fine. But if being an entrepreneur and sales is your passion, you always want to be learning more about sales, more about the techniques that you can use, things that don't work. You want to look at the best salespersons in the world and learn from them. Aside from that, pick up an instrument, learn a sport, learn a language. Read a book about something that you've never heard about. Watch a documentary on something new. It's things like this that keep us going forward. Continuous new information coming in and spreading, expanding our horizons. This is how we become more cultured people and how we stay young, vibrant, and knowledgeable about the world around us and how we can relate even more to other people. So I just wanted to share that story with you. That's a personal project that I am working on. I hope that by the end of this year, I'm able to have a full-fledged conversation, at least a basic conversation with a native Spanish speaker. But I just wanted to share those takeaways just to recap. Number one, if you speak English, you are immensely blessed and you should be grateful that you know the international language that's a barrier that you don't have to face or really think about and that is just a blessing within itself uh, takeaway number two always be willing to help someone else especially when it comes to learning a new language but regarding anything that they need help with if you're able to offer it in my opinion that's how we should live as humans we should live with a giving heart and tip number three be a lifelong learner there is so much to learn and even the things that we think we know a lot of that has changed. Maybe it's incorrect. We were taught incorrectly as we were growing up. So even the things that we think we know, I encourage you to take away all of your assumptions and your mindset that says, oh, I know this already. I don't need to know this and approach life with curiosity. And that's why children learn so much and so quickly and I truly believe that's why they're filled with wonder as well. Yes, a big part of it has to do with the novelty that children experience. But children also approach subjects with an open mind, with curiosity. And we can do the same thing as adults. In fact, studies show that adults are better at learning languages than children are. It's a myth that because they're new, they're able to soak up information. But the thing that we have that's an advantage over children is that we understand context. We understand how language works. And so we're able to match our experiences with words in a different language. We just don't look at it that way. So I hope this episode helped you. Hopefully it encouraged you to learn another language, to just get better at communicating in your native language, English, Spanish, whatever it may be. But more importantly, I hope that it helped you to reflect on 
how you're moving in the world, the benefit that you're bringing to other people and the opportunities that you have to sow into others and in turn get multiplied rewards in your own life. Remember, if this episode has been helpful or eye-opening to you, hit that subscribe button, leave a rating, let me know what you thought about this episode, leave a review, share this with your family, friends, anybody that you know that might be considering learning another language or anything that's related to this specific topic, go ahead and share the wealth. As I stated earlier, that's just a part of being a great human and that's my philosophy. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is it for today's episode. I thank you and I truly hope that this episode was beneficial to you or gave you some ideas that you can ruminate on and carry on in your life. I'm wishing you a wonderful, productive week ahead. And until next time, this is your host, Enrico Ambrister, signing off. Thank you.